What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Rose 1 through 10. We're coming back at you with episode 128, coming off a weekend of racing at Las Vegas for the NASCAR playoffs. Um, We had uh, the Outlaws. I can't remember where they were. They got rained out on Friday night. They got winded out on Friday night, and then they winded out Lakeside uh, in Kansas um, on Saturday. So, yeah, we'll get into that. We had some uh, some Win- Winchester 400 controversy too. Um, I don't know. I-, I wanted to get my opinion out on that. I mean, I, I know we don't really cover that, uh, you know, short track, super late model racing too much, but that whole incident kind of like in the-, the reaction to it, I definitely wanted to talk about that a little bit. I- I'm sure you saw the video too. So Yeah, I actually had dual screens going on Sunday with the cup race and that race going on, so – I mean, fuck it. Let's just start with that because, like, r- real quick. And, um, I mean, because I don't imagine we're going to talk about like that It's kind of like the too. hottest topic, I guess, of the week. It's been a kind yeah. of slow week of uh, motorsports topics for sure. So, go f- go for it. Explain the situation. Um, So, Gio Ruggiero. Rosario, okay, yeah, he got together with Steven Nassie. They were racing for the win. I didn't see like what led up to like the post race incident. Like, well, I just know Gio Nassi was leading and chose the outside lane. Well, in a track where the preferred groove is the outside lane, but he chose the outside lane and put himself in this position to get squeezed off of the corner. And so, go ahead. So you were watching. I mean, you can say like. Was it an egregious incident? I didn't see, I mean, like, the replay of it. It was short track racing. It was like you're going to – it was a move for the win. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like he stuffed him in the fence. It was no worse than the Logano-Hamlin uh, deal at Martinsville. Maybe, what, 2018, 2019? 19. Yeah. yeah. Short track – it's a short track racing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as I said, if you're on the receiving end, obviously you're pissed. But if it's like, if you're on the giving end, I mean, it's like, I'm here to win uh, this big ass race. You know, I'm here to, I'm here to take home a rifle. You know, the Winchester 400, that's a big race. Uh, yeah. Noah, Noah Gregson was racing in it. So for, for people that haven't heard his name for a while, uh, obviously all for the NASCAR map as of right now, but still racing some, some stuff and, if he, he he's been posting some videos, staying in shape. So glad to see him out there running. Um, and it it's just like so I, I've never been able to fucking stand Stephen Nassie. Like we we talked about it before. Well, on, yeah, he's on he's either, definitely but. one of those characters you either love him or you hate him. He's the Kyle Busch yeah. of the super late model world. But um, and he has a notorious reputation for being like one of the dirtiest drivers out there too. So like. The fact he would get mad about an incident like that is like number one hypocritical, and then well, um, honestly, I don't so, know what Nasi has said about it, but I, I mean, I I don't even know if Nasi was really that upset about it. But the the incident where well, yeah, he pulled he, was his he, dad. he pulled up. Well, he pulled up beside like Nasi pulled up beside him and was like fucking with him in the post race, and that's kind of like what. Well, that's fine. Show your displeasure. Like, but but yeah, so um I, so his dad comes running out on the racetrack when Gio's getting ready to celebrate and everything, like getting ready to do his burnouts and all. The track is still hot, and, and he jumps over the wall and gets in the window net. And he's, of uh, a moving race car. Well, it was parked at the time, but yes, uh, he was he was revving it back alive, up, like a still alive like live racetrack. Hadn't done yeah, a and he celebration yet, and. Obviously, he was like in. Go ahead. Sorry, go. No, you you go ahead. Sorry. I was saying, obviously, if someone gets in the window net, you're gonna be pissed off, and so yeah, he dumps the clutch and does a burnout, uh, and ends up clipping his dad in the legs and, and knocks him to the ground, and and a pretty scary incident on video for sure. But uh, he ended up being all right after the fact, but certainly scary incident. But yeah, it's just it's a bad look for for them, certainly for his dad. I, that's all right. I, I'm glad he's okay and everything. And but like anybody trying to make him a victim in this, like don't fucking go out on a hot racetrack. Don't fucking. I say the only reason he is a like, victim in this situation is because he went on a live racetrack. He put himself yeah. in a victim situation. You know what I mean? Like he chose this. You can't. Not only him. that, but like 
your son's a fucking grown ass man, or at least a grown ass child. I mean, however you want to describe him, he, he's an adult. He can fucking handle himself. Like, I mean, the fact Stephen Nasty's like thirty. Like, I don't like. He's not like a a, a, a eighteen year old kid. I don't know exactly how old Stephen Nasty is, but like, born in ninety. He's been doing. So, not good at math. Two twenty twenty nine. 29. 29. He's been doing uh, this for a minute. Yeah. He's 29 years old. Turned 29 in May. So, 29 years old. Been doing this for a minute. He can handle his own business. And, like, you got daddy, like, running out on the racetrack to fight your fights for you after. The- if I was nasty, I'd be like, dad, you need to back the fuck off. Or, like, don't, like, like, don't get involved in my business. Like, yeah. The fact that we have, like, a grown-ass man with, like, his dad running out there to defend him is just, like, it, it just, like, it it further, like, validated, like, all the feelings I've always had about Steven Nassie when I saw that shit and saw the incident on Twitter. And I'm just like, yeah, this, this is part of it. Yeah, there's a nine-year nine age gap difference between the two. Yeah. And it's, like... Yeah, and his dad he just, is idiot. He's 18. And I, he, I don't know if... Well, no, he's 19 now. Would have turned 19. I mean... <laughs> no, sorry. 21. To run out... I don't know. Go ahead. Bottom line, yeah, to run out on the racetrack like that, like, fuck off. Like, like you're not going to get any sympathy from me at that point, whatever happens to you. I mean, that's my bottom line. I mean, and you guys are—you guys go to the racetrack a lot, and race in your own series, and yeah, you, I'm sure I mean, that's, if, uh, that's the golden rule to me is you never cross, you never go on a live racetrack, no matter what. I mean, if in the pits is one thing, but yeah, if it's uh which we can get if into one another you, incident in, in the work area yeah. this weekend in the Outlaws race, I think it was. I didn't see what happened there. I was just gonna say real quick to get. But, like, if one of you did that in your race, I don't, I don't imagine Orvine's putting up with that shit. But... No. I mean, not many race directors will. So, that is also a statement that goes out to, to the track itself or whoever's officiating it running that show up there. So, yeah, we've yeah. said enough about it. We can move on. What happened with the Outlaws one? I didn't, I didn't see that. Um, Let me see if I can pull up who exactly it was. Um... But basically what happened was one car got pushed into the work area and, like, didn't stop and just, like, ran into another car where guys were working on it. And, like, one guy was, like, really close to getting hit by it. Like, it was going to be ugly. Like, like on purpose? Yeah, like, it seemed like he definitely came in there and just didn't, like, I, 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 he didn't, like, have any signs. Like, he just brakes didn't work because, I mean, like, he immediately stopped that. I mean, obviously he hit something. You're going to stop. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I he didn't like really signal that his brakes weren't working. It seemed like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I said, I'm yeah. not sure uh, exactly who it was, but certainly scary situation. Yeah. I, I miss, I don't have anything to say there. Cause I, I didn't even see that that happened, but yeah, we can, uh, uh, we can re- retweet both, uh, both things from the, the account, make sure we do. Because they're the work account or the work area race account, Twitter account. Uh, they yeah, have it posted. But, but yeah, I don't know. That was like you said. Uh, I didn't imagine, like, we, we, I mean, because I don't have too much. I don't see the Winchester 400 or anything. I don't really care, frankly. But it's just like that would seem like the big racing to and i mean that just the old cliche uh i hate i hate to say it here but no i don't hate to say it i'm kidding um fuck around and find out that's 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 what it came down to for me like and i mean i I think they both ended up getting uh penalties and points penalties and whatever for whatever series they're racing in and stuff so yeah. Which I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad they both got penalties. Like I'm glad they didn't just go after Geo. Yeah. Um, Nasty said they should strip. Nasty. 
Go ahead. And Nasty said they should strip the win from him for that, which is funny. But Yeah, I just retweeted both of the videos on our account, so if you listen and want to see the videos both. All right, let's get into some NASCAR. Let's do it. Um, Saturday. Um, that wasn't a very good race, but Riley Herbst got a win. Good old fashioned ass whipping was what it was. Yeah, I mean, I um, shout out to Riley Herbst and the '98 team. I mean, to uh, for your first victory to put it together like that and whip the field by damn near 15 seconds, 14.9. Uh, yeah, like I said, that's that's just a good old fashioned ass whooping right there, as Kyle Larson said. Like like most uh, um, Saturdays in the fall, I was more dialed into the college football, but I did have it on a little bit. And, uh, I think I fell asleep at one point and woke up. I mean, it seemed when it seemed like Riley was driving away, I kind of checked out, but um, I. The only, I didn't. Riley's the way Riley was talking after the race. It's like Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> it's just another like. I didn't I see mean, all that, but uh, you, you would think, dude. You would think, dude's fucking like David Pearson. I mean, he's been in top equipment for his whole since Arco so with. Regis. Uh, um, I'm gonna keep talking, and I'm gonna go back and find the exact quote that I had a, a tweet about, but. It's just like the way he was talking and after the race is like just made my eyes fucking roll in the back of my head. I I'm mean, still looking so here it is. His first win. Um and oh he's talking about he was talking about uh, everybody said I couldn't do it and I went out there and just beat everybody's ass. It don't matter if we're in the playoffs or not. He was saying like stuff on like that kind I mean that's facts though. Everybody had been shitting on him. You missed the fucking play- He's acting like he's just like not in the playoffs by accident. No, you're not in the playoffs because you sucked. Like <laughs> No, what he's saying is like well, we don't care it's the playoffs. Like we're going out we're gonna look here for wins, you know what I'm saying? We're not just gonna lay out yeah. back because it's the playoffs. You're reading way too much into it. Oh, I, 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 well, he he did like multiple different interviews again, saying this like is, the same shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I, the dude Stoke, he just won his first race by 15 seconds, kicked everybody's ass, beat one, yeah. two, three, four, five, six playoff drivers right behind him. Yeah. So I mean, well, like, yeah, that that was a statement win for Riley Herbst. He needed that uh, after signing that deal to return. I think just last week we talked about it. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, dude, I said, dude stoked on his first win. Let let the dude have some fun. It's just like him, like talking, like yeah, we whooped everybody's ass, and like him, like saying, and like him saying, like, but him saying like the stuff about the playoffs. It's like to me, I took that like as like like why are you like hyping up like not being in the playoffs? It's like no, you should be in the playoffs. You're in one of the best cars in the field, and you missed he just the playoffs. played playoff like, spoiler. I mean. But, like, why would you even want to draw attention to the fact you're in one of the best cars in the field and missed the playoffs? <laughs> That's the way I looked at it. Uh, yes, sir. you're looking way too much into it. You're a Riley hater, I feel like, on it. I, I am. I, I've, I've never been. I guess, I'm Riley stoked for Riley. Like, I mean, great win for him. He put together a great race. Uh, I mean, like, like you said, I, I was tuned in, had it on the iPad, but I was more watching football, but. Uh, it wasn't a great race. Five cautions, eleven lead changes, um, fifteen second margin of victory. So I say I don't, I don't know. When you whip everybody's ass like that, you can get out and be like, "Yep, y'all playoff drivers suck today, boy." So I, I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. Stoked for him. Uh, I imagine that he that. Well, like I said once you get your first, you uh, the more, more will come. So I expect him to to have more wins next year. Even this year, we still got what three races to go. Uh, no, two. Two races for Xfinity. Yeah, it's Homestead as the uh, the cutoff. But yeah, Riley Herbst with the win. I, I'm, 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 I'm taking the trucks. Trucks is Homestead's the cutoff. The Xfinity, yeah, we got three more. My bad. Well, I I didn't think Xfinity went to Martinsville. Do they? Yeah, they do. Trucks don't. It's triple but header this weekend. Oh, okay, yes. trucks not going. Okay, got it. Um, all right, yeah. Uh, Riley Herbst with the win. John Hunter Nemechek second. Cole Custer third. 
Chandler Smith fourth, Sam Mayer rounding out the top five. Um, I think I had money on Barry, like I had predicted last week. He was sitting on the pole, thought that was a good bet, and uh, they just they didn't have the speed. I had him too, dude. I was like, I just kind of like looked and saw like who's fast, and I mean he's on the pole and he's good in the averages and everything, and like they were. Out to yeah, they missed it. The race. They missed it or something on for the race setup. I had, I had Barry and I had Custer, and I was looking pretty good with the Custer one at least in stage one. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think Custer ended up finishing second, right? Third. Third. But led sixty yeah. led sixty two laps. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was fast. I, I was feeling pretty good about that bet for a while. Yep. Uh-oh. Well, Josh Berry did lead like the opening eleven laps, and I was like, okay, yeah, he has got a good piece. And I was like, we got a decent, like, we can make a decent day out of this. You know, we might not be the best car, but we can sneak a win here. But do, no. do you make anything of the the whole deal with Junior on Reddit, like defending him and everything? It's like, I just like, I think it's cool that Junior did that. I was like, I didn't understand like what Junior was saying. He's like, I didn't prepare him enough. Like, what he's like, what. I'm just like what what is like what do you mean by that is like if I had the chance I, I to ask they are I don't know any context of what, what Oh so there's a Reddit post like questioning like Josh Berry and being like you know he had his fast car sat on the pole uh didn't do shit in the race he's getting in the four car next year like what's the deal and Junior commented on the post and it's like I failed him like I ain't give him a good car, and I didn't prepare him enough for this race. It's 100% on me. Don't blame Josh. And I'm just like – and I, maybe he – I haven't listened to the download yet this week. Maybe he talked about it on there. But, uh, if, I were, if I were to just take it at that, I think it's Junior just trolling the internet. You think he's trolling? I thought he was just defending his driver. I just thought he was – Well, yeah, like, I, that's what I'm saying. Tr- defending him as like, t- like trolling the internet being just like – you know, it just is like that sometimes. You just you you miss the setup or whatever. You know, like not if you look at it, none of the junior motorsports cars had a great day. Sam Mayer top five, Justin Allgaier sixth, uh, Brandon Jones eighth, and Josh Berry twelfth. So, and I think if, if it was no, that was Sunday. I'm thinking about late race restart. But I mean, it, sometimes it's just like that, and it's just one of those years for Josh where you just you don't have. You're not hitting on it, you know. It's you're kind of in a slump. Can't Dale said it's races. the comment, so you know. Uh, the post was: Did Stuart Haas Racing make a mistake by signing Josh Berry so early this year? And like, it's talking about like other guys who like have had better years and like you could argue are more deserving in the post. And Junior commented and said, "It's my fault. I didn't give him what he needed this year. He's good enough for the Cup opportunity. The lack of wins and success is not a Josh Berry issue." I'm just that's just interesting to me because like well, if that's the case, it's like how do you explain Justin and, and Sam winning this year and him not? It's like what did what did they have that that Josh didn't then? If that's the case, yeah, I mean I don't know. That's that's why I just look at it as Dale's just trolling the internet for saying that when it's just really just like you know it's just one of those things. I mean, look at Dale Junior. He he went how many years without winning? It wasn't because of lack of talent. It just you know, just couldn't put it together. You know, yeah. It's just you yeah. know, it's hard. It's hard to win fucking races, dude. And that's why when you do win, Riley Herbst example, you should be fucking stoked about it and and say, yeah, we kicked all their asses today. You know, yeah. So I mean, it's just it, it's full circle right there, but just the two topics. So, yeah, I don't know. That's just how I look at it. It's just it's tough to win these races, man. It's just gonna be interesting because it's like. He's he's getting in the four car next year, and hopefully SHR is like a little better. But it's just like this is such a like a momentum sport, and I just like it's like we don't we haven't seen a lot like a guy come into like his rookie year and cup off like a, a bad year. And I mean, for junior motorsport standards, like yeah, Josh hasn't had a good year at all, and it's just like is it going to carry over to the Cup Series for him, like him? coming off a bad year, like him not winning in a while. Like I, I, like I said, I'm not – I'm not – I'm just – I think you just answered it right there for you is, and then how I see it. I mean, 
you you talk about how different these race cars are, Xfinity and Cup, and the first half of the year, he's jumping back and forth between both, you know, doing double yeah. duty, and that's that's super tough on a guy. I mean, you talk about they talk about uh, how just like you know, focus on on one your your one team if you're just driving the eight car, say, you know, how it's a full time gig. Now imagine doing twice the work. You know what I mean? And that's why, like, that's why Carson's not driving the forty two this weekend because he wants to focus on. They want him to focus on trying to get in championship four. For yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, and then I guess if he does get in the, into Phoenix, and they maybe we'll put somebody else in the car as well. Uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, like I said, that's just, it's. It's so momentum based because, and like, how can you get any traction on either side? But he had, he showed flashes of good, uh, great driving in the Cup Series. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously he got lucky with that second place at Richmond, but he he definitely showed talent. He won the All Star Open in the forty eight. Um, you know, he 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 definitely is a hell of a wheel man. So I think next year he gets to focus on one car, one team. Oh. Ford's getting a whole new body. You you got to think that that's going to be pretty dominant next year. Uh, yeah, I'm interested. I'm I'm definitely interested to see what what uh what Ford's going to do next year. It makes damn like it makes me wish Kevin was going to stick it out one more year. Like if because like you said with the new body, Ford Ford might actually you know have something next year. We've seen a lot where teams get a new body and they're able to take advantage of it and be really good in like the first year of the new body and um. I mean, we've seen it go the other way too. I mean, I think a Chevy when they first switched to the Camaro and they were terrible, and like they got that redesign. If you yeah. remember that, and then they were but, dominant. Yeah, and then we but, had the parts freeze, and they just kept dominating. Toyota yeah. caught up a little bit, but yeah. But like, uh, and then like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure 19 when Gibbs won. What what did Gibbs win in 19? It was all time record, like 18, 19 races or something like that between. And I'm pretty sure that was the first year of the new Camry. Um, well, I think it was like 19. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 19 was, um, yeah, Gibbs won 18, 19 races in 2019. And that was, like I said, I think that was the first year of the new Camry. Might have been. Th- that year when Gibbs won all but, those yeah, races. Yeah, so I, I said, I think Ford will definitely have upgraded performance for next year. And as far as Josh, I said, I I think everybody's just put too many eggs into the basket for this year. Uh, you know, sometimes you just don't put it together one year. And yeah, yeah, it's just uh, it would just be interesting to follow. But I mean, I I hope it works out for him, man. It's just like he's just not coming off a great year, and he's going to be under a lot of like people are going to put a lot of pressure on him, like replacing Kevin, like right or wrong, like. People are going to – and, like, if the performance isn't there, like, people are going to ask questions. And it's like he's going to be a rookie in Cup. And, like, he's going to have his struggles. I mean, we we see almost all rookies have struggles in Cup. I mean, rookies almost never make the playoffs, you know, usually struggle. So, I, I don't know. Like, Josh is going to have his struggles, and he's going to be under a lot of pressure with a great team replacing an all-time great driver. So, yeah, it'll be fun to watch. Looking forward but to it. Speaking of that driver, before we get into uh cup race at Vegas, how about that bud car this weekend, man? Yep. I thought that was sick. It's nice. Looks good. They did a good job with it. When I think Kevin Harvick uh, winning the championship at, at Homestead, that's uh that's what I think of that car for sure, so Yeah. Um yeah, I'm super happy that we got one more uh we got one more Budweiser car where it was uh before it was all over. But yeah, it'll be real- interesting to see what they uh, come up with for Phoenix. Curious Did we miss that. any news? Uh uh-huh. or any news from the last week we haven't talked about it real quick. Uh-huh. Um host of ours to the forty two, which has been the worst kept secret in the garage. We we seventy seven that from that's what I meant. You you know everybody knows yeah. what I meant. It's aspire. Yeah. Um, that's been the worst kept secret in the garage for about a month and a half now. Um, Sheldon Creed leaving RCR. I don't know if we talked about that. I believe we uh, did. I think it dropped. 
like that. I, said, I, I can't remember. It's been a been a busy week, long week. Um, Dude, did you see yeah. that shirt? Host of our drop, by the way, the Dirt's Daytona. I did. It's fire. Dude, that's, I, I think I might have to pick that one up, man. That's that thing is too. sick. I'm a big fan <laughs> of his. Becoming a big fan of his. And, uh, I think, yeah, oh, I me too, dude. Pick, pick that up. Uh, there's not there's not a guy I've done like more of a 180 on than Hosvar, dude. Like I couldn't fucking stand his guts, man. It's like ever since he had well, that talk I mean, with Junior, I had always given the benefit of the doubt, and then Martinsville this spring was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. And I was like, this dude, like yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? No more. You've learned like this is it. You wrecked the guy and then almost beat yourself uh, on the curb in there. He got that. And he got that talking to from from Junior that he talked about. It feels like that just like changed everything. Like he started winning races. He, as Dale like said, like he like stopped doing dumb shit. I think what did Dale? He was like, when are you gonna stop tearing up all your all your shit or something like that? Yeah. When are you like, gonna stop wrecking your cars? But yeah, but, yeah excited for yeah. him next year. It's gonna be fun, fun rookie class next yeah, me year. Me too. He's done a good job. He's done a good job this year in the 42. I mean, he didn't have a good race this past weekend, but he's done a good job. Like, he, he's doing he better than that. Teammate. They, they missed it this weekend for sure. I mean, he was doing better in that car than, than Noah was doing, and I don't know if, like, they just figured something out as a team. or it, I, like, well, Yeah, I mean, because I you've seen I, speed across the board there. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's get into the race Sunday. What would you think? I liked I mean, I thought it was a good race. I, I, uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't. It wasn't as good as like Charlotte or, or Kansas or, or any of those races, but I still thought it was like a damn good race. It's like I don't understand some of these races why it's like. Like I was listening to Gluck and Bianchi, and they're like, like questioning, like, oh, like this is. I was like, what? What did that race not have that like you would want? Like I, I, I mean, thoroughly I, I, enjoyed that race. Yeah, it, I did too. I did too. Fair. I mean, but. Just to play devil's advocate of why, I mean, some people probably would vote no. I mean, Larson did stink up the show a bit. I mean, granted, the margin of victory is less than the tenth, but that. I was mean, he smacked the wall and had to drive back up there and get it, though. Like, no, I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it just, but he won stage one, won stage two, and won the race. Led 133 of 267 laps. So, I mean, they said that's again an ass whipping. Basically, when you sweep the stages, um, but he yeah, hit the wall hard, like too. That's that's what uh, was crazy. He's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've talked about this car is super durable in that aspect, where it's like if you get up and brush the wall, as long as you don't hit it with the the wheels, you're all right. And uh, I mean, you were like, he hit it hard, and I was kind of like, I didn't think it was that hard. And and then I saw a picture after the race of like it cracked the body paneling, so I was like, yeah, he definitely slapped it pretty good. And uh, I mean, wow. definitely an old steel body car that would be trash, you know, be way out I, of way. That's what I said in the group chat. I was like, if this is Gen Six, like his day'd be done. Like, or like like he he would have been like if those if that was Gen Six and he had the same hit, like, he like he wouldn't have had anything the rest of the day. <laughs> oh yeah. It would have knocked like, the rear end out of it. Yeah, um, which I mean, that's I, I I love this car for that 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 it's it's forgiving. Like I love a lot of things about this car. Um, I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, obviously they, there's they, things to thing work that on. I've uh, that Gluck and them were talking about, and Denny Hamlin has talked about it on his podcast, and I guess Larson is the one that brought it up to Gluck about how the leader out front pays a penalty for clean air because it puts so much downforce on the car that it wears out the tires quicker. And that's yeah, I heard able, him talking about that. So it's able for second place to, to catch it and catch them and not be able to run away. So it's just super interesting that that's how it, uh, how it works. And yeah, I mean, that's why it puts on this great race. And I think a mile and a half, I mean, 20 lead changes, uh, seven cautions. Saw, like I said, saw a little bit of everything. Guys getting getting out of control, loose and spinning. Uh, saw Loose tire, loose wheel with Gibbs. Um, did see some tire issues, which is interesting. Uh, I mean, again, I think that goes back to the teams playing games with the air pressures, um, trying to find as much grip as they can. But, no, I'm with you. I thought it was a great race. 
as we always like to refer to the poll, it was uh, indicative of that. I think what seventy three percent or something like that. So yeah, man, I I had to stop. Like one one thing from the race, like we'll we'll get to like playoff drivers and stuff, and like man. What was up with Chase on Sunday, man? He was like, he finished behind fucking BJ and Brendan Poole. Well, like, uh, it was a backup car. It, man, ba- you figure their backup car, man. Well, I think they were terrible. <laughs> well, that's what I think. This this new car, it's like you come to the track so prepared with one thing, and if something happens, like and you know, you have to go to a backup car. It's like it's not the same as the primary car that you had set up for the track. It's just like, you got to work with what you got at that point. It just goes to show like, like you well, got to yeah, bring like, yeah, it's just like, we're so week to week. I mean, you know what I mean? Like you think, you know, who is going to be fast. And then some guys surprise you out of nowhere. That was just my, like, what the hell of the week was like, he like naturally like on, like, cause as far as I know, like they didn't wreck or, or anything during the race. And he finished behind J.J. Yaley, Brennan Poole, and B.J. McLeod. That's correct. He finished 32nd. Started like, unless he had an issue. Unless he had an issue that we just, like, didn't see. I don't That's, think like, he speed. did. I mean, he was one lap down. But I don't think he had any issues. Like I said, I just think they missed it with the setup. Just weren't prepared with a backup car. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I did think that paint that paint scheme looked like pretty cool, like without the black. I was the all white, white. The all white did look fire. I like white race cars, so I did like that. Uh, I like the Lumar car in general, like even with like I have a shirt. I bought a shirt with it on it earlier this right. year. Like I, I do like that paint scheme. It's a mid paint scheme for me. Really? Yeah, I mean it's not one of my favorites. There's much better ones to me, but yeah, I mean it's, it's all right. I miss the um, old Kelly Blue Book, the blue and like gold. Those were fire. Man, I, I I like the Kelly Blue Book now with like the the Carolina Blue. Like, uh, I have to go. I'd have to go back and look at it. Yeah, I like I like the yeah <laughs> Kelly Blue Book now with the the Carolina Blue is the one for me. I have a diecast of that car from last year. That's one I I, I was a big fan of. Um, but yeah, interesting note. I mean, uh, all the playoff drivers finished within the top eleven. Um, so yeah, it's uh, I mean, we saw. Ryan Blaney, who uh, I guess it's a good time to talk about it. He he uh, finished sixth, and then Sunday night after the race was DQ'd, but then Monday, like mid-morning, they uh, they rescinded the DQ and said there was a faulty part or something. So uh, I didn't really read too much into the rescinding of the penalty. But, um, yeah, I mean, Ryan Blaney, who scored 39 points, um, so finished six, got stage points, I think, on both stages. Um, still lost points, though, to the cut line. So it just goes to show you that you, you got to run really well. you got to run top three, top four in this round if you want to point your way in uh, or, it, or go out and win, obviously. It said, like, the platform was off or something like that. But um, am, am I wrong for having a little bit of a tinfoil hat on, at, at least a little bit? Uh. <laughs> No, I mean, I don't think NASCAR would have been – if they were truly cheating, if they had, like, some illegal part, I think NASCAR would have been like, no, nah, you know, we're hammering, hammering you on this. Yeah. It was just – No, I, yeah, I don't think is, there's any funny business there. I, I will say one thing, and, like, you agree, disagree, uh, I think you'll – if that same situation happened, but it was a Hendrick driver, man, the fucking internet would have done, done its thing. Oh, no doubt. I mean, no doubt about it. <laughs> I was just thinking about that when it happened, and everybody's like, good, good on NASCAR. Like, this is – oh, it's like that that narrative is not the same if that's a Hendrick driver. No, no, definitely not. I mean, I will agree with that take, but if that's a, anybody in the Hendrick camp, it's uh, – then that, then you can get your tinfoil hat on. I would be like, yep, pull it out. Start rolling it up, buddy. Uh, but – Nah, with this one, uh, I think it's just NASCAR doing the right thing. I mean, obviously, a, a sixth-place finish, it's like, why Why were they even teching that car anyways? I think maybe they just probably teched. Well, no, because he wasn't in the top four. I don't they know. They tech all play, all play, all play okay. cars get teched. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's what – exactly. I think if there's any funny business, 
you know, if NASCAR took it back to the R and D center and looked at it Monday morning, was like, oh yeah, we uh we messed up or or somehow. It was like their platform was off or something like that. Could have been, you know. Again, and that that's a shout out to NASCAR when they own up to a mistake. So, but um, I, I certainly don't think NASCAR would have been afraid to throw the hammer down on one of these playoff guys if that's what your conspiracy is. No, I, my conspiracy it's is the other way. Roger, Roger might have put the heat on them a little bit. Nah, they backed down. I don't think that, so. That's, but. Nevertheless, um, I did see the admin of Penske Twitter was joking that oh we're going to try to lobby the officials, bribe the officials or something. So yeah, um, if you want to put your tin foil hat on, but yeah, I don't think no funny business there. What you surprised by any like a lot of these playoff drivers like back half of the top ten were like guys I was expecting to like be in the mix for the win that just like didn't really have it. And I thought it was like I bet Chris Busher. For a top three, he was super fast in practice. He was like top three in all the averages and everything. And uh, yeah, they they were never they were like back half of the top ten. And there's that one moment I don't know if you caught it where like Blaney like chopped Busher's nose and Busher dropped like five or six spots right there. And then he was just like fighting to get like those like he fell back to like he was running like seventh or eighth and fell back to like fourteenth or fifteenth and then was just kind of like clawing to get back ended up 11th but kind of like he was having a pretty good run before that i don't know if you caught that moment but i mean that was big because that caused some stage points too and it kind of just put him like a little bit behind where he was the rest of the day we we know every point counts yeah um no yeah i'm with you i thought i thought some of the back half of the top 10 would have had better days i had willie b for the win um, Me too. I had that. I had I had Byron and Larson to win, and Busher top three. Those are were my bets. So you probably bought even for the day, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I won because I had I, I had a regular bet on Larson to win, and that pool I'm in where we put in money every week. I had Larson in that. Dakota also had Larson, so me and him split the pot for that. But yeah, so yeah. I mean, I would I say was, no real surprises other than like I said, those guys not really having the best of days. Um. Um, Denny was another one. Like he was up front early, but that was just on strategy. Um, it's the beginning of the choke. I just, I'm, I'm, I gotta be my hater and fucking ride it till the end. So I'm, I, I've been, I've been hyping myself up all week, saying this is the beginning of the choke. Because we'll it seemed like, seemed like he had a faster car than than where they ended up. Because I mean, he's up leading laps and everything, and comes home tenth. I mean, MTJ. I mean, he got pretty spaced out. MTJ, man, he's as as all as out to lunch as they were all day after they, that pit call. Well, he, I said they were only out to lunch because of that stupid pit call. Yeah, but he he was hauling ass there at the end, man. If, if, if there was another restart, it would have been shit at the beginning of the race. That's what I'm saying. I guess. And I mean, they were they were definitely a top three car all day, and then decided to stay. They out were there. they were all the way back in like fucking twentieth at one point, and yeah. he ended up. They figured something out there at the end of the race, man, because he yeah he was hauling ass and he I mean I, he was running sixteenth, seventeenth or something, and just like on that last run drove all the way back up into the top ten. And I, to me, that's a that's a championship performance. Where if 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 Martin goes on to win the championship, like that's a race you look at and be like, oh, yeah, you know, they maybe, fucked maybe themselves. They got yeah, they got behind the eight ball. Top fifteen of the fucking playoffs. Top, yeah. First top fifteen of the crazy. playoffs, and we that's have freaking crazy three races to go. And that was just like, and, and people want to say that they need a buy into the second round. They do have a buy, have two buys basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can yeah, no shit. Pencil them into Phoenix if they, you know, as long as they just don't shoot themselves in the foot. And I mean, they obviously got to perform in this round here, but I mean, golly, yeah, that's a. Uh, I mean, they, talk about they that, did. I said that's the only real surprise. I mean, and that's not really surprising because this is where they should run is inside the top ten. But for the playoffs that they've had so far, this is a kind of a surprising day to finally put it together. I mean, we knew that we said it on here any week they could flip the switch, and they finally got it. But I figured out, and we're going to a track that he really likes. So, well, they had like I think they honestly had like winning speed, and it's just like 
couldn't put together a dumb, dumb, dumb pit call, man. Like that was just like, yeah. I mean, they fucked themselves with that, like because they didn't get any state, they didn't get any stage points because of that, and it's like now they're they're two to the good. So, but you think if they could have gotten some stage points, he's probably sitting like nine, ten points to the good right now, and like the difference between two to the good and and nine and ten is is enormous. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah, that was just. Like, like they finally have a fast car the first time all playoffs, and it's like don't have any like fuckery, like you know, you know, so like like what happened to them at uh, Kansas, where they just like wreck it on lap two, and it was like the ran over something or whatever. But like, and then they just completely shoot themselves in the foot. Like, yeah, that was. Much yeah. needed, much needed top ten for that team. Stop the bleeding Red, a little bit. Reddick, Reddick is another one. By the way, I just wanted to bring up. I'm, I was with how fast he was at Kansas. I thought he was going to be like a, a definite contender for the win here, and they were kind of a non-factor all day, just fighting for a top ten. Um, I mean, I had a decent day. He got some stage points and everything, but definitely. I, I mean, I thought they were going to be like a legit contender for the win. They were never really a factor like that, so I, I was super surprised considering how good he was at Kansas to see that. Yep, another one. We're heading to his uh, one of his favorite racetracks. So, yeah. All right. Anything else from Sunday's race? Um, no. Nah, I mean, awesome finish. Really enjoyed it. Shout out to Christopher Bell for keeping it clean. I mean, I feel like he he had enough of a run that that he could have gotten rough there if he needed to. Yeah, or if he, if he you wanted to, you don't. You'd hate to see that and someone possibly get hurt. No. Yeah, I mean those two respect each other so much that uh, you you know, I you I don't think that they would do that. So. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I, I. Yeah. He he definitely had a chance to to get. Oh, the opportunity was there. Get rough. Yeah, like and yeah. So the, I mean, shout out to him for for racing clean and and now he's he's in a position where he's two points back and it's basically like it, it, I mean unless Byron has a bad race here which the way that team is run I don't expect to see um he's gonna be battling his teammates to get winner that, uh, at Homestead will he be yeah no Larson is oh you're right <laughs> no you're good former winner at Homestead yeah but yeah, um but yeah no it's a bell like we're kind of setting up to have a, a, a battle of the Gibbs boys here for the last couple spots, and then we'll see if, if Bush or Blaney or Reddick can get a win and, and jump up and steal one of those spots and really shake it up. But um, that that battle of the Gibbs boys, if it stays like it is now, is going to be interesting at Martinsville. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, but no, nah, good race. I don't, I don't really have anything else. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I said not, not a whole lot of uh, controversy or really uh, much come out of it. Kind of a straightforward race. Kind of what I like to see in the playoffs, uh, certainly at this stage of them. Uh, just want some clean races and some solid straightforward races. So, yeah, got that got that out of it Sunday and hope to get another one come uh, this week at, at Miami. But, yeah, let's do uh, some sprint car recap stuff quick. And then we will get to some picks. We've got a lot of picks to make. So, All right. Yeah, we mentioned it at the top of the show. The World of Outlaws got winded out on Friday night. High winds. So they ended up canceling the show there. Um, but then got it in the race on Saturday at Lakeside Speedway. And Donnie Schatz back in victory lane. Uh, can never count that yeah. guy out. Um, and, and that just goes a testament to, to how the race played out. I mean, he... He didn't lead but one lap, the only the lap that counts, you know, the one that pays. Um, he took the, the lead coming to the white flag. So, I guess technically he led two laps. But, um, yeah, it was a heck of a race between, obviously, the top two in the points championship, Brad Sweet and David Gravel. They uh, round out your top three, David Gravel picking up second, Brad Sweet third. Um, those two dueling back and forth. Um, and... and I I, think, I wish we got Friday in to see if we could close the gap a little bit more. Points is down to 66 points that Brad Sweet leads over David Gravel with. 
two, four, three, five races, five or six races ago. Um, um, three. Uh, so we got three races at three, Charlotte. So, and... so five to go. Two, two this weekend yeah. at uh, Devil's Bowl down in Mesquite, Texas. Uh, and fun fact: this is actually the last sprint car race, the last race at Devil's Bowl Speedway. The the owner is not renewing the lease and shutting it down. And uh, this is actually where the uh, World Outlaws was born on March eighteenth, nineteen seventy eight. So I, I was going to bring that up and. Uh... I was gonna bring at and talk about it, but that, that kind of news kind of came from out of nowhere. At least I, I didn't see anything about it, and that's like that's a big time like loss for the Outlaws. Like that's a historic track, like you said, the the birthplace of the Outlaws, and just kind of out of nowhere. Like last week, this is it. It's like yeah, is that when that it was, was announced um, last week? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's tough. Hate to see yeah, it. Hate to see um, any racetrack close the stores. Certainly, one like you said, with that much history, the birthplace of the World Outlaws back in the seventies. Um, so, yeah, I hate to see it, but uh, hopefully, the guys can put on a, a banger of a show for the Texas Two Step, one last hoorah for a couple cowboy hats to be given out over the weekend. Yeah. So. Uh, um. What you think? Are you ready for some picks? Um. Yeah, we can get to it. Yeah. I just. Yeah. It's like already... you said, I just wanted to. Yeah. It. It's sad to see double. Anytime a racetrack shuts down, man, and especially like big time historic racetrack, man, it's just super sad. Like, and um, so feel bad for all the fans there. I know it's it's got to be heartbreaking for for all the fans in that area to to be losing their home track that they've been coming to for years and uh yeah really sad i hate to see that and i hope they uh i hope they have an awesome race there this weekend i know they're expecting a huge crowd like i saw their they're tweeting out about like opening up like new parking lots and new parking areas to anticipate the crowd this weekend because they're they're expecting to pack it out so yeah that sucks man but i I hope they get a good send-off yes sir me too Hopefully, maybe they, somebody can come in and buy it and uh, save it. Um, all right, let's uh, let's kick this thing off. We got three triple header this weekend, three races, I believe. Friday night, I would think. No, let me look. You think you're saying for oh, NASCAR? Yeah, it's double header on Saturday noon yeah. start for the trucks and a three p.m. start for Xfinity. Dale Junior's race in Xfinity, so that's exciting. But let's kick it off with trucks. Awesome, by the way, let's kick it off with trucks. Uh, you can lead us off for the race winner. All right. Um, get the entry list pulled up. See if any notables. Doesn't look yeah, like I, it. So, Twenty-five was Bane. That's the only. Oh yeah, good call. Um, that'd be a good yeah, top five play or something. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. Uh, oh, and Marco Andretti in the seven. Nice. Um, some some guy Brad... named some hack named Matt Crafton's racing, unfortunately. <laughs> Brad uh, Brad Perez in the O two. Yes, I love that. Is that his first oval race? Second, he raced Martinsville. Or, okay. Um, yeah, shout out to him. He, he Hopefully, teased he has that a good run. earlier in the year. For us, um, but yeah, cutoff race. Okay, let me give a points update for the trucks real quick too before we pick. Um, since it's their cutoff race, uh, Hose of ours 23 to the good, Ekis 9 to the good. He just signed an extension for next year, by the way. Ekis did today. Um, Nick Sanchez 3 to the good, and then Grant 3 back, uh, Rhodes 5 back, and Ty Majeski 19 back, and Zane Smith 36 back. Um, as far as a winner, give me give me Hosevar. We were talking about him earlier. It's been a, a great week for him, and he's focusing on just the trucks this weekend. And I think it'll pay dividends. Give me Ho, give me Hosevar. Hello. Sorry, I had you muted. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh no, um, you're good. 
I, I picked Hosovar. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I uh, I was muted myself. Sorry, I was talking to myself. Uh, Hosovar, oh. that's plus five fifty for the win. All right. As of now, for me, truck series. Um, give me. Give me Nick Sanchez. All right, good pick. Um, that's a uh, plus twenty five. No, sixteen hundred. All right. Um, and then you got Xfinity first. Yep. One second. Just typing this in. All right, Xfinity. I don't see odds up yet. At least not on that. Let's see if I can pull up a different one. Um, do you have an entry list? Do you want to give a playoff update real quick? Yeah, I'll do that. Um, two races to go for the Xfinity boys. John Hunter, 47 to the good. He can basically just cruise. It would take a meltdown for him to not make it. Um, Allgaier, 21 to the good. Austin Hill, 19 to the good. Custer, 15 to the good. And then you got Chandler Smith, 15 back. Sam Mayer, 16 back. Sammy Smith, 35 back. And Sheldon Creed, 41 back. Man, Chandler Smith. I, I, um, buddy Cooper said this on Left Turn Cult on Monday, and I agree with what he's saying. So I give him a shout-out for the thought. I think Chandler's just fucking, like, riding around there at this point. Like, he knows he wants out, and I don't think he's – but to be honest, like I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think he's putting his best foot forward because we know things have probably gotten pretty tense there. Yeah. All right, give me Allgaier. I don't see odds up anywhere, um, so give me Allgaier. Let me check Fanduel real quick. Yeah, I don't. I see everything I else, see but uh, but experience. yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Um, wait until we uh, they're making lines after they listen to this pod. Don't get to pick him that much though. So when I have the chance, I'm gonna do it. He ran good at Bristol. Well, Dale Jr. Man, remember he almost won here a couple years ago driving the eight car. Um, 2020. Did um, he? He's back in it. Yep, he's back in it now. I mean, I, I was me definitely, June. I was definitely going to play him as a top five pick this week. I was probably not going to pick him for the win, but you're, you're, you're calling the shot. I like it. Uh, I Give me Junior. I'll man. definitely be riding it as a top five pick this weekend. Um, if Junior's running, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna pick him. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like, right. Like I don't like you don't get to pick him that much. Like so, when I have the chance to, I'm gonna do it. All right, uh, Sunday, Sunday, the Forever 400, Kevin Harvick, 400. What you thinking? Um, Who's picking up the dub? Man, I man, I, I fucking – I hate to do it. It's so chalky, but I Larson, <laughs> like this is his fucking playground. Like I'm taking the chalk plus 280, which is insane. But like, like – I. I like it, it's insane, and in, in the thought that like you just don't see that low odds like before practice not, or anything. Not, you, not, yeah, not a pre-practice bet. That's nuts. But I don't think like it's probably right. Like, like how can you pick against him? I'm yeah, I'm, I'm going Larson. All right, I am also going to pick a former winner. Give me James Dennis Hamlin. To lock into Phoenix with a dub in Miami. Not going to happen. Plus 700. Not going to happen. He's going <laughs> to choke. No, I mean, I, um, as far as if I'm just going to debate the why Larson won't win this race, why I don't think he will, uh, and it would be somebody else other than Larson, it's just uh, – it's so week to week, you know. I mean, it's it's certainly only one track we go to once a year. Uh, it's a – pretty much different than any other mile and a half um so yeah i, I don't know just uh I, but like you said i would not be surprised if larson does go out and kick everybody's kick everybody's ass again so all right 
Reddick's interesting too. He he's going to be live. Um, he'll be he'll be another another one to pick. What's he sitting at? Yeah, plus five hundred. Yeah, I got plus six hundred here. So shop around as the we books know can. what's going. The books know what's going on. Yeah, I mean it's all former winners at the top. Yeah, I, I mean Reddick hasn't won here I in think, cup. What, but remember. Oh yeah, Reddick has one. Okay, but yeah, still has two what two Xfinity wins and championships. Two championships. Yeah, so. Yeah. I think I mean remember uh, Christopher Bell. He's the I mean Kyle Busch obviously has win here, but as far as guys that are still in the championship, you got to imagine it's gonna be one of those guys. Um, remember his rookie year, he was running second, and that's when he stopped with like one to go. And yes. they come on the radio. They're like Tyler, go. Yes, <laughs> that was funny. Yep. Um, top tens though. Um, I got my top ten picked out. It's a guy who's run well here before in Xfinity. Been actually involved in some controversy here in Xfinity. One, uh, one Brett Griffin is still pissy about it to this day, even though he didn't do anything wrong. But um, I think he's gonna have a good run this weekend. Give me Ryan Priest plus one thousand for a top ten. All right, that's fourteen hundred on my book here. Do you remember what I'm referring to, by the way, when like Elliot Sadler was mad that like Priest didn't just like let him by like in the fucking championship race to one year? Everybody's like, "This fucking asshole!" It's like, "What do you like?" Like, because Priest didn't just fucking like pull over, and they actually like raced Elliot. Vaguely, yeah, it was seventeen. It was when Byron ended up winning the championship because it was Byron and Sadler racing it out. Um, hang on one second. I just want some data here to back up my claims. Real quick, real quick. On load. Eh, I don't really love that. We picking outlaws too, by the way. Yeah, we will. We'll give me one All second right. here. Oh, interesting. All right, uh, give me AJ Allmendinger for top ten plus f- f- uh, four four fifty. All right, you said four fifty. Yep. Oh, I thought I saw him further down here. Okay, I have 500 here. I thought I saw him further down. I had to go check. I was thinking Stenhouse. Stenhouse finished 15th uh, here last year, but I think Stenhouse definitely will have a good piece. They uh, definitely have found more speed, I think, this year. So Stenhouse is definitely one to watch. That's a plus 1,000, so if you want to go long shot like you, um, that's that's definitely a real long shot. But uh, All right, yeah, let's do Friday, Saturday, Outlaws. Friday night, give me Brad Sweet. Unfortunately, that would be- I don't want him to win. I want the championship to to continue to get closer. But yeah, yeah, he's um he's good here. I was just reading here real quick. He won here in March, so he's the defending winner here, and uh, he's he has eight top fives here, five point zero seven average finish, and has only missed the top ten once. So. Good pick, really good track for Brad. Um, man, I am gonna go with. Give me, you know, I got a guy who's been. I, I'll go with the guys. He's been beating on the door of win here. He's been close a lot. Give me David Gravel. All right, I like it. And then Saturday, who closes out Devil's Bowl with the win? I got my pick. I hope you don't steal mine, but okay, go for it. I probably will, honestly. Um, man, he owned this place for a while, man. Okay. So, Logan Schuhart. Oh, yeah, okay, you, good. You know, like, oh, shit, you're picking somebody else? I am. I am. Okay. Now, Logan fucking owned this place from – I mean, he won three in a row from 19 to 21. Um, always runs good here. So, yeah, I'll say Logan uh, locks the doors at, at uh, Devil's Bowl with a win. Yeah, I'm going with another guy that's really good here. Has three wins um, in the 2010s here. Uh, picked up wins in 2014, 15, and 2018. And coming off, we talked about it. We'll go full circle. Racing and motorsports is such a momentum base. Fresh off his win from Lakeside. Give me Don Don shots to close out Devil's Bowl Speedway. Final cowboy go. hat to be given out Saturday by two shots. 
Couple good picks. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Devil's Bowl, man. Like I said, hate, just always hate to see a racetrack shut down. It's honestly something that makes me so sad, like, whenever I see it. Cause it's just like, um, like we're such big proponents of this and to see a, a, a great track with a lot of history go by the wayside. It's a, uh, it's, it's not like football where like you get another stadium built, you know, it's like nobody's building racetracks anymore. It's like, it's like they're an endangered species almost like there's no more of them. They're to not be building them, but they're reviving them. That's true. That's so, true. It's uh Pensboro next year, by the way, we, we, we should, we should plan to, to go to that. I was going to add, yeah, we'll have to look at it. Look at the dates. Do want that to happen. Um, all right. Well, until yeah. next week. All right, man. See you. Later.